2: Hello, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, let's just get this first story out of the way Uh because you know what it's about. I can guess. Well, (laughs) our listener Emily emailed this story in because it reminded her of us. Hmm. So thank you for that. I was laughing my ass off when I saw the headline (laughs) after I clicked on the link. And this is out of Fox LA. It's a local story. Wow. DoorDash driver defecates in customer's residential lobby after dropping off order. Wait, in the lobby? In the lobby of her apartment building. Oh, wow. So this, okay. This is from Los Angeles. It says a DoorDash driver in Southern California was seen on surveillance video using a customer's residential building lobby as a toilet after dropping off an order. The building manager of a Brentwood apartment building was contacted by a resident in the building saying that there was feces all over the lobby of the 19-unit building. When the building manager checked the surveillance video, she was shocked to see a DoorDash delivery driver using a trash can in her building's lobby to take a dump. Okay, but how did it get all over the place? (laughs) Uh, the, the, uh, the customer says what I saw, I could not unsee. I was flabbergasted at what I saw. Lisa Stanley, who was the door dash customer for the delivery. She let it go. You know what they say? When you got to go, you got to go. And boy, did she ever.
0: Was it a woman? It's a woman. Who did the pooping? Who did the pooping. Oh, wow. For some reason that made it cooler. (laughs) 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 I don't know why. I mean, this woman really must've had to go. Right. Look, I can imagine that job is very difficult and you probably don't, they don't invite you in to use the bathroom at these restaurants. Probably like, you probably can't get a chance to go. Uh, And I feel like if she pooped in the um, garbage can, that's sort of like, yeah, I mean, it's not what we all (laughs) wait. This is is a still image from the video. Oh, she literally hoisted herself up <laughs> over the little hole and pooped like it. I mean, it does look like a toilet. It hurt defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's clearly not because it's in the lobby. But I I mean, something. No, I didn't really think it was a toilet. She, <laughs> I'm just she, saying it was the garbage can with the I hole like on blur They blurred the poop. She also, I mean, there's like I thought when I heard the headline... Wait, I need to zoom in. When I heard the headline... Oh, I see. It's a video. When I heard the headline, I thought that she shit on the floor. Like... Oh, no. So she shit in the garbage. I just feel like that's a little... Uh, I feel like I feel bad for her. because She probably had to really go. So this had to have been some kind
2: of <clears throat> an emergency. I yeah. can't imagine. I don't know. I don't
0: think this is her regular thing that let's she hope, does. Let's
2: hope not. Uh, this is... The, it continues uh you're four steps away from outside where there's a bush or your car or I don't know but not the lobby of a brentwood apartment building well
0: i don't care that it's brentwood <laughs> what's her name stacy <laughs> <laughs> it's Lisa Lisa okay
2: this is a health issue you have a human being who's taking a poop in the middle of her job in a lobby of an apartment building and then resuming her
0: job which is delivering and touching food that's she a good made point some points that's a good point she made some I didn't points. think about that because how is she washing her hands she's not And she could be using um whatever that uh disinfectant but still, I, that's not enough. No, it's not that's enough. Not enough. Look, I agree. She I'm, needs to be in a bathroom to wash her hands. I don't want our
2: listeners to think that we are apologists for this woman who pooped in the lobby of a Brenwood
0: apartment complex, but I would like to know more about what's going on. I am not an apologist, but I feel like I hope she's okay. I hope she's okay. <laughs> like, I hope this is not a normal thing. And this was an emergency and, uh, that she doesn't get in trouble.
2: Oh, this woman that it happened to is verified on Twitter. Oh, really? She went off, Lisa Stanley. She said, uh, it says when she contacted the DoorDash support through the app to alert them what happened, the company sent her a response saying in part, "Thank you for your patience and I hope you're doing well. We do not condone this type of action and are currently investigating this with the information provided." And she was outraged. That it was like a
0: form reply? Yeah, she
2: said, really? Because this is what your people sent me yesterday when we told them. Oh, and then, I don't know. There's like a, tw- I, I, I could read the whole tweet thread, but I, I'm it's not It's fine, trying. I don't need to hear her no. Uh
0: Look, I think of all the ways she could have done it, this was the cleanest. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't just shit in a potted plant in the lobby. Right. It was right in the garbage it, can. At least it was in the garbage. No one was touching this. Like outside of washing her hands, I don't think it was like this This uh, hazmat suit cleanup Like you just tie the garbage off and throw it away. Like people probably throw their dog shit bags in there all the time, right? The
2: DoorDash official went on to say that the driver associated with her delivery is no longer able to deliver with DoorDash. Details of all investigations are kept private. The company refunded her order and added an additional $20 credit to her account as well as refunded the Dasher's tip. So
0: I need to know the Dasher's story. I'm sorry. I
2: want to hear her story. Me too. Why did she do this? And maybe there are
0: circumstances where she's working that they don't let her go to the bathroom.
2: Will we hear about those Amazon
0: workers? Yeah, so I would like to know what her opinion is and maybe DoorDash needs to treat their drivers better or have a place for them to go.
2: There should be a place for them. They should at least be allowed to use the restaurant that they pick up well, the Well, and I bet from. you there are
0: some restaurants who don't let them in. Right. I'm just saying I'm not 100% dogging this driver yet. Yeah. Because maybe there are circumstances being a driver for DoorDash that... They need some space and personal time to go to the bathroom safely. We, we don't know
2: the whole story. We would like to know the story. So, uh, yeah, if you are the Come woman, on the pod. Come on, <laughs> we'll have you on the podcast.
0: Absolutely. You're
2: local. Yeah. So the, the invitation is open. We have a toilet here.
0: Absolutely. If you have to go. <laughs> we encourage your use of it.
2: <laughs> Our next story... This is a man after my own heart. The story is from China. Man banned from all you can eat barbecue for eating too much. (gasps) The dream. This is from BBC News. It says a Chinese food live streamer said he had been blacklisted from a grill buffet restaurant for eating too much. The man, known only as Mr. Kang, told Hunan TV that he was banned from the Hondati Seafood Barbecue Buffet in Changsha City after a series of binges. He ate 1.5 kilograms of pork trotters during his first visit and 3.5 kilograms to 4 kilograms of prawns on another visit. Is that said. like,
0: what is a kilogram? Like okay, a I pound? looked it
2: up. Three, 1.5 kilograms... Is like three point three pounds of shrimp, pork. Oh, pork! So that's like almost that's like twice. That's almost a lot. Twice. So if he ate up to four kilograms of prawns, he ate like eight pounds of prawns.
0: Holy shit! I look. I don't even know if I could do that. Right. That's a lot. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a lot of prawns.
0: I love this guy. He's like the Chinese Homer Simpson. It
2: totally is the Homer. Remember
0: when Homer got kicked out of the seafood buffet? Yeah. And then he sued them. Yeah. Mr. Kang said
2: the restaurant is discriminatory against people who can eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like it's their best customer. It's their worst. <laughs> customer. Because <laughs> who wants to go to a buffet but people who can eat a
2: lot? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he says, I can eat a lot. Is that a fault? He said, adding that he didn't waste any of the food. That's true. That's that's good. But the restaurant owner told the same reporter that Mr. Kang was putting him out of pocket. Every time he comes here, I lose a few hundred yuan. Even when he drinks soy milk, he can drink 20 to 30 bottles. When he eats the pork trotters, he consumes the whole tray of them.
0: What is pork trotters?
2: I don't know. I've never had it before. I think it's like an intestine maybe. I'm looking it Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I just haven't heard that word. It just
2: sounds like it's... Okay. Oh, it's the... Oh, oh, of course. It's a pig's foot.
0: Oh, trotters. That's so cute. (laughs) That is really cute. (laughs) Damn. He ate three pounds. I mean, if they have bones in them, that, that's not that much, probably.
2: Yeah. I mean, who knows? So the owner of the restaurant continued, when he eats pork trotters, he consumes the whole tray of them. And for prawns, usually people use tongs to pick them up. He uses a tray to take them all. That's literally what Homer Simpson did. He uses a tray
0: to take them all. He just picks up the tray. <laughs> usually people use tongs <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, mean, I love this guy i do too imagine the actual fucking balls to to eat this way i don't know, you can eat like i would never i'd still have some kind of shame about me like of course but that <laughs> just to go in and be like yep i paid Four ninety nine. <laughs> I'm gonna eat three pounds of shrimp. Eight pounds I admire of shrimp. him.
2: If it says it's crazy, it
0: says all you can eat. Look, I totally agree. I just don't have the nerve to do it. No, but I
2: understand why this guy would be like, "What? I just because I can eat a lot." Yeah, you shouldn't say all you can eat. Usually, all you can eat up to this much, right?
0: And 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 I would imagine you have people like this worked into your um, math. To make up for the people who just eat a regular amount?
1: Right. You should,
0: right? Right. I'm going to look this guy up, Mr. Kang. Is Mr. Kang the eater or Mr. the Kang owner? Mr. Kang is the eater. Okay. I don't
1: know
2: if there's a picture of him. There has to be somewhere. Oh, here he is.
0: Oh. He's just a dude. He's a very uh average-looking, younger guy. For some reason, I imagined him older. <laughs>
2: I thought he would be older, too, Uh like he'd been training for 30 years. Or,
0: yeah, he's or he doesn't, like some old, some people live a long time and they have really weird eating habits. Like I remember meeting this really old Haitian woman once. And she's like, all I eat is pork fat. Mm. I know it's <laughs> not, <laughs> that, but that was like, she's like, all I eat. She's, That's it. She's, yeah. Pounds and pounds of pork, pork fat. And I was like, okay, like, and she was like old and yeah, really old. So that was what she ate. Uh, so
2: yeah, so this guy, I mean, obviously he's young, he's a live streamer, right? So, uh, look, uh, Mr. King, uh, you're also welcome to come on the pod. <laughs> explain, come on the pod. Explain yourself. Uh, here's a story out of CBS, Minnesota. This guy got in trouble at the airport.
0: Is this Is the a, guy he, who jerked off? Yeah. Okay. Did you hear this story? I saw the headline. It was like, he jerked off. <laughs> he, had, he had a few other things he did. <laughs> he said,
2: it's a free country. Yeah. Man threatens TSA agents' life, throws checkpoint stanchion... There we go. <laughs> he throws checkpoint stanchion, strips naked, and masturbates. Yeah. Look, when it ends in masturbation, you've gone
0: too far. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Telling agents he did not have to stop because, quote, it's a free country. A 44-year-old Minneapolis man is charged with threatening TSA workers at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. The charge of state, he also swung a stanchion line post before throwing it at agents. A
0: what post?
2: It's like, you know, those velvet ropes? Yes. The stanchion is... That's what,
0: I just never knew what they were called. It's the pole. Okay, yeah.
2: Look, I learned that this year. Stanchion. Yeah. So then he took off his clothes and masturbated.
0: Imagine thinking that's what freedom was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free country. What did they ask him to do? What, what was he protesting
2: like wearing I a have, mask or something? I have no idea. Okay. It says the Hennepin County's Attorney's Office has filed a complaint against Frank Towers. Investigators say that the incident happened at the Skyway checkpoint early last Friday morning. Towers allegedly told one of the TSA employees that he was going to, quote, kill them. Officers gave him commands to stop and move away from the checkpoint, which he did not abide. The charges state that when Towers was then t- that's when towers was tasered. He then swung his arms above his head in an attempt to hit an officer backup officers, handcuffed towers and took him into custody while he continued to fight them. Oh, there's surveillance footage of this, I guess. He was, oh, so
0: he has some mental health issues. He
2: has to, he was head butting TV screens at the airport, uh-huh. taking his clothes off and masturbating. It's the masturbating that really puts it
0: over the edge. I think uh, that's definitely a thing that's unique to men masturbating when very angry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just, is this scientific? Yeah. This is this backed by science? Look, this is anecdotal evidence. <laughs> I just feel like I've heard a few incidents where people are going off the rails and they start masturbating at some point, like the but co- I've never heard like, a woman do that. <laughs> like start vigorously fingering herself. <laughs> no, like the Coney guy yes, the Coney guy I mean they always have other issues going on I don't think every guy does that right but it's like that is sort of the final sort of the crescendo (laughs) it's like whipping your dick out and masturbating to to relieve it's like it's like the pressure valve (laughs) I think so because it's like they need to calm to calm themselves down (laughs) I mean we don't need it's not fair to us the viewers, <laughs> or the standby. Well, this guy, here's his
2: mugshot. He looks embarrassed about what he did. He must have came. Look at his
0: one side of his <laughs> hair. I'm sorry. Did you see one side of his hair? Yeah. That's, that's a guy who lost his shit. Because one side is smooth, and one side looks like Krusty the Clown. Yeah. It's completely like... Or Rick and Morty, like with that guy, that, that spiky hair on the side. I don't know what's going on it's with this It's very guy. Uh, something about Mary. Uh, so maybe he did come and, <laughs> and he spiked his hair on one side. <laughs> no idea. Um,
2: okay. And our next story is... That's not our next that's story, Melon. Nec- keep you, you out of that. it. That's not, a, that's not what we're talking about today, Melon. This is out of People Magazine. Kristen Stewart wants Guy Fieri to officiate her wedding. Ooh! It, look, if I was a celebrity and had that kind of pull, I would. Ab- wouldn't you? I would absolutely want Guy Fieri to officiate my wedding
0: and do some catering. Of course, do the appetizers. Can you Like you the past hors d'oeuvres.
2: He would probably do such a good like bachelor party. Oh yeah. Catering the bachelor party and like all those wings and stuff. Wings
0: and like psycho jalapeno poppers or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right, like the ass blasting
2: nachos.
0: Ooh. Is that one of his? I'm just made it up, but it it could be. People love ass blasting stuff.
2: Uh, Kristen Stewart is kicking her wedding planning into high gear and she already has an idea of who she wants to officiate her upcoming nuptials to fiance Dylan Meyer. The Spencer actress joked on Sirius XM's The Howard Stern Show Tuesday morning that she and Meyer want Food Network chef Guy Fieri to be there when they say I do. Stewart told Howard Stern that she and Meyer would likely officiate the wedding themselves, but admitted we did hear that Guy Fieri from the Food Network officiates a lot of gay weddings. That is true, Desi. Guy Fieri's officiated
0: like a hundred gay weddings. I mean, he would definitely do it if they asked. Of course he would. So I don't know why they're they're pussyfooting around (laughs) they should just ask them (laughs) like i
2: said if i had this kind of poll i would oh it says here guy fieri 53 made headlines in 2015 when he officiated 101 gay weddings in miami so i think he did that so that was
0: like a mass gay wedding or he just did a bunch of them
2: uh it says the host married over 100 couples at the annual South Beach Wine and Food Festival that year in honor of his late sister, who was gay. Aww. So, um, yeah,
0: I hope he does. I hope, I hope they get him. I'll be interested in that celebrity wedding. That'll be good. For sure. Yeah.
2: And that's all of our news stories from this week. Let's talk about a listener email we got a few weeks ago that we forgot to do. I can't believe it because we were talking about reading
0: this story. I, know. I don't know how we forgot. I this. actually was like, I think I was someone I said to you last week, I was like, did we ever read that? Cause I, was like, I feel like we talked about reading it so much. I felt like we did. Yeah. So I literally couldn't remember if we did or not. We did not. This is from listener
2: bell. She emailed us two weeks ago and the subject line Made me fly out of my chair. Didn't we both tweet it out? We both individually. <laughs> we, we both individually opened this email at the exact same time and were crying. The, the subject line read, I got eaten out by a ghost. <laughs> now we've talked a lot about ghost fucking on this show. Yeah. We have an entire episode we did about celebrity ghost fucking. Right. This is another level. This is foreplay. Yeah. Hi, Rachel and Desi. My name is Belle, and I was listening to the podcast and thought you guys might like to hear this. This was about a year ago. I am a student in the UK, so I was living in student accommodation, which means thousands of people have been living in and out of the building for years. Lots of energies left over after they move out. I share a flat with four other girls, and we would hear people walking in the hallway outside our bedrooms at night and banging in the walls, what we thought was old pipes. Our vacuum cleaner also kept moving around seemingly by itself. I'm a ghost skeptic, so I didn't give it much thought. Until one night, I was in bed, sleeping, as usual, and I woke up at around 4 a.m., disturbed by something. I don't get sleep paralysis, but this was very similar. I couldn't move my legs, and my eyes were closed shut. I began feeling the familiar sensation between my legs. I have horny dreams a lot. This was different. I could feel the sensation of a swirling tongue. I cannot begin to describe how real it felt to the point where it made me very confused. I jolted fully awake and looked up to an empty bedroom before going back to sleep. It only hit me a few hours later when I woke up and recalled the events of the night. A ghost? I had read about ghost sex before, but I never thought it was real. I told my friends and we learned that the, that, uh, wait, I told my friends and we named the ghost George. He never came back and never made me come. Motherfucker.
0: Aw. George, get to it. Seriously. He got scared. (laughs) 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 No, she woke up, right? And that's when it stopped. She bolted up. So she scared George off. Maybe she did,
2: but she thought, yeah. Well, she was she was awake when it was happening, but she was like
0: in a fugue state. fugue fugue fugue. like fugue Fugue state, Fugue. <laughs> fugue, uh, yeah, I'm curious.
2: I'd like to know more uh, about people who've had experiences where ghosts gave them head. If you've gotten a blowjob from a ghost, if a ghost has eaten you out. Not Dan Aykroyd. Not Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters. Wait, didn't that happen to him in real life too? I mean, Or was that just in the movie?
0: He's like a ghosty alien person. I know.
2: That's why I feel like Um, he's actually fucked a ghost.
0: I I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't want to... Put that on him <laughs> if it's not something that happens <laughs> that's weird though i just picture her the next night like with her legs open like
1: Waiting. george
2: <laughs> well uh thank you for writing in we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back
1: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place
0: this week, well, I started watching, but I didn't finish and I'm going to finish when I get home. Gerald's Game. Oh, my God. You hadn't seen that movie? No, I didn't see it because I don't like decloving. <laughs> I, <was just> gonna...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't was... deal with it. I, I had just...
0: to stop it before that scene happened. Okay. I'm like, what am I going to do? I was just going to ask if you had gotten to that scene yet. No, I haven't. But I know it's coming. I mean, it's it's it says a lot. That I'm like, I know there's also like a molestation scene, but I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> I can't deal with the declothing. <laughs> like, I can handle that. Right. But it's like, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I literally do not think I can watch it. So I might have to just like, la, 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 and kind of half acidly watch it. Yeah. Because there's some things I can't do. I, and that's I, one of them. I totally get it. Uh, so I will watch that when I get home. I haven't gotten to that scene yet, but there has been some disturbing things already. Yeah. With the dog.
2: I don't remember the movie okay. except for that scene. Yeah. I, I just, and I also remember, um, I just remember like vague things about it, but I enjoyed
0: watching it. I mean, I heard it. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, and that scene obviously is everyone is very upset about it. Uh, look, <laughs> I don't know anyone who enjoys that's that. That's why I
2: won't watch that movie a second time.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, is this scene worth the fact that literally everyone I know says the same thing? I will never watch that movie again.
2: Do you know watch what I mean? It. I like, would, I would watch it once. I'd watch it once if I real. Not th- you don't have to like you can cover your eyes during that scene. It's not like it's super long or anything. It's just the idea of it. Oh, it's disgusting. It's horrific.
0: It's too vis. I, I feel things too viscerally along those lines. Yeah, like I can't deal. I also watched um, The Haunting of Bly Manor, the second series by that guy, Mike Flanagan. What? I
2: don't know why it's just funny. The second series by that guy. (laughs) That
0: guy. I have no respect for anyone. (laughs) That guy, Mike Flanagan, who also did Gerald's Game. He He directed that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So... I liked it, but I can definitely see why people didn't like it.
2: You're really on a Mike Flanagan kick lately. You know why? (laughs)
0: Because it's just, sometimes if you can, it's always difficult to figure out what to watch. Yeah. So if you can get yourself on a thing, like I'll just watch all of his stuff. Right. It's just easy. And all of his stuff is on uh, streaming. Right. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's not that it's not a thing I chose to do. It just happened. And it's like, I like having an easy thing that I'm watching and I don't have to think about it. So, but I, I don't, I don't think I have anything more after this Gerald's game. I mean, there might be some of his horror movies, but I kind of liked his series better than his horror movies. Yeah. Although Gerald's game, I like outside of that one scene that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. Like it's a good story. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it's a good story too. Um, but I'm going to try to read a book this week. That's not related to work. What? Really? <laughs> I might. Good for you. You know, cause I got that Libby app, the library app mm-hmm. and it's like, there's so many books and I'm like, I haven't read a book for fun in so long. So I had like borrowed some, uh, Stephen King books. Yeah. Cause I used to read his books when I was younger and I haven't in a very long time. I
2: used to read his books always. Like I would always have a Stephen King book I was reading when I was a teenager.
0: I think the thing that we forget about Stephen King is his movies have a lot of sex. I mean, his books have a lot of sex in them. Yeah. And like, I read a, I listened to a new podcast. It's actually pretty good. So I might listen to it more. And that sort of inspired my like, I'm going to get some Stephen King books. It's called the King cast. It's a Fangoria podcast. Oh, it's very good. So each episode they discuss a book with someone of note, like a comic book author or film person, whatever. Uh, And then they'll talk about like, if there's a movie adaptation, they'll talk about that as well. So I listened to the Gerald's game one last night while I was like getting my steps getting my steps in and it was pretty interesting yeah. I liked hearing it broken down so I was like yeah I should read his books again like they're yeah. easy to read he has a newish bo- I mean he always has a new book yeah. but
2: I feel like there's a book I heard about that recently came out and it's not a horror or a supernatural book and I, I want to read it I was thinking about that that's so weird because I was thinking about that too this week oh really that I haven't I haven't read a book for fun in so long because we both read books, right? Literally all the time for work. It's just I don't have time.
0: Yes, and sometimes honestly, when I have a week off, it's like reading. It's like I I have it too attached to work now. Yeah, so it's like I need to get back where it's like reading is fun too, like TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like TV, but you read instead. I just told Desi that uh, for our
2: look December is a big month for us we won't tell you yet what we're doing for December but it's a lot very research heavy and I told her I said I just bought three new three books for this episode I'm gonna do yeah um and I'm already overwhelmed by it but I'm excited I'm excited to read the books because the books look really interesting yes
0: but it's it's still it's not like fiction I'm reading Yes, I think that's what it is. I read a ton of nonfiction. Yeah. Even when I do read something non work, it's typically nonfiction. Yeah. So I would like to find uh, a way back into fiction. And I feel like Stephen King is an easy way in because I like him and his stories are usually. He doesn't write overly flowery stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just like a good story. Yeah. I, did, I got Dr. Sleep uh, and I got Gerald's Game and I got. The Nick, the um, I can't remember what it's called 1123 63.
2: Oh, did you watch that series?
0: No, I didn't watch the series, and I got the book, and then I saw that it was a thousand pages. And <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, okay, <laughs> look, I'm getting back into it. I'm not going to start with a thousand page book, <laughs> although it is a Kennedy th- sort of you know alt history, which could be interesting. But like- I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Did you like the series? I did like
2: the series. Okay,
0: I, I heard that. I heard that people didn't like James Franco's casting. I don't know. See I didn't read the book. So I don't, people might've had some expectation of what they wanted. Yeah. So I I do want to watch the series though. So that's like my big plan. Like maybe try to read this week, this coming week. Yeah. When I'll have a little bit of time off, maybe Uh, we'll see if I'm not cooking tons.
2: Yeah. It's going to be an interesting week.
0: Yeah. I always have these plans to read and and to to be honest, it never happens, but I get the books. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have this, I have a hammock too. So I'm always like, I'm going to get in my hammock and read and it never happens. Right. <laughs> it sounds like a good plan. I fucking fall asleep. My eyes are tired.
2: Well, <laughs> what kind of hammock is it? Is it the hammock that has the holes in it? Like the crochet? Yes. whatever. But I put
0: blankets on it. Okay. It is very comfortable. Yeah. When you put blankies on your hammock. Yeah. Uh, and then you just fall asleep that's the problem.
2: (laughs) I, I haven't slept or sat in a hammock in so long. I don't know the last time I sat in a hammock was. I love hammocks. They're very
0: comfortable. Uh, you can just lie down and put your cozy blankets on it in a shady spot. It's nice. Wow. See, I I have have one. Yeah, of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Should I get one?
0: I think you should. I
2: mean, it would be stupid. Like, I don't have like a really like a yard or anything.
0: But you could make a nice little hammock space. Here's the thing about me. I'm very into outdoor beds. (laughs) (laughs) Like I went to someone's house like 15 years ago. This is like how long ago it was. And she, it was like a very like, well-off person, like they had a nice house and she had this really ornate wooden outdoor bed with really nice linens and pillows in a shady spot. And I've been obsessed with that outdoor bed ever since I saw it. In fact, I bought a vintage bed at the flea market that I haven't put together because I need to get it finished and make cushions made. Cause I was like, I really want an outdoor bed so I did get a hammock cause it's like the closest I could do Yeah. cause I don't have enough money to like get upholstered pillows and cushions yet, <laughs> right. but I do have the vintage metal bed. Right. That's cute. So I just need to get that finished and get a cushion made for it. I like that idea too. It's really nice when the weather is cool to sit out. It's like if you're in a shady spot, it's really cozy. I don't yeah. know if you have privacy, right? Like obviously not in your courtyard in an apartment building or something. Right. But yeah. I don't if you know. have a house. It was like the most relaxing experience just lying in that bed. I don't know. It was very comfy. I liked it. And it looked it looks pretty too. Like yeah. hers did especially. But so yeah, that's my that's my goal. Maybe one day I'll do it. Are you watching anything else? Um I don't have anything on the docket. <laughs> like I don't know what I'm gonna do next. Yeah. After I finish this guy. That guy who does those things. (laughs) I think he does have some more horror movies I could possibly watch. I think there was one on Netflix. Hush. Did you see that? I did see Hush. Is it bad? I
2: liked Hush, actually. Okay. I
0: didn't know he did that. He did a lot of movies. What the
2: fuck? I didn't. I liked that one.
0: Yeah. He has a lot of movies. So I might try to hit those up. I did watch Oculus 2. Did I talk about that one? No. What's that? That one is pretty good. It's with a haunted mirror. Oh, uh, was it a sequel? No.
2: Oculus two.
0: This one was just Oculus.
2: <laughs> Did they make a sequel? Oh, you watched Oculus comma two to Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh
0: <laughs> no, I didn't watch Oculus two <laughs> with the big number two. <laughs> no, this was a horror movie from like 2013. I think.
2: Okay. I'll watch that. Yeah. I'll check it
0: out. It was good. I think it's on prime maybe okay. or something. Okay. What'd you watch?
2: I watched a horror movie called St. Maud. Oh, yeah. That was very good. I really enjoyed it. I don't usually like religious horror, and I loved this one. I thought it was an interesting take on that subgenre. Uh, I recommend it. It's directed by a woman named Rose Glass. I, th- I think you'd like
0: it. I've wanted to watch it. I just haven't gotten to it yet.
2: I feel like you... I, I'm curious to know if you would like it because you really like religious horror and I don't. And this one I really liked. So I'm very curious to see. We, but I think you would like this take on that. Right. It was... I liked it. I've
0: wanted to see it, so... I it's just, good. Yeah.
2: It's, it was... It, definitely there were some moments in there that left me very creeped out. Yeah. And spooked out. So... Yeah, I recommend it for sure. Um, not a whole lot else going on. Like I said, I have a lot of, I have my work cut out for me for the next few weeks with this thing we're planning for the month of December. That's sort of been my main focus. So I've been like reading and watching
0: stuff related to that. Uh, what'd you eat? Um, I mean, we had Vietnamese food tonight. We did. That was pretty exciting. It was good. (laughs) Did we have something else this week? Oh, the desperation orange chicken. Yeah, that was desperation. On your part, I was... Mine mine was desperate. (laughs) Yours was a little more desperate. Mine was definitely desperate because I was hungry.
2: Yeah, but I had already eaten dinner, but my dinner wasn't good. (laughs) So I ordered a second dinner.
0: Nothing is more more reasonable to me than not having a satisfying dinner and needing a second dinner. <laughs> Dude, if you don't have, it doesn't matter if you got flu in your stomach, you need the satisfaction.
2: <laughs> I was so bummed out by that dinner. Yeah. It was so such a bummer. Yeah. And I had to have something else after.
0: Yes. So that orange chicken is good. I haven't had it in a very long time. Yeah. I highly really recommend good. fat dragon in silver Lake. Yeah. It's good. So yeah, that's all. I'm just saving up for next week. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to try to keep it very, uh, eat some vegetables and fruit the next few days. Yeah. I feel like I've been slacking. Like when I, I do my carbs, I'm doing it. I'm using bread for my carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some vegetables. Yeah. And fruit. Yeah. That's my goal.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in Thanksgiving I mean, I've been in Thanksgiving mode for like three weeks now, let's be honest, but now I'm really in that mode because I just like, I'm like, okay, I made my grocery list. Like no, bit? I need to do
0: that too. I need to formalize what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm still kind of like, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. No, I've,
2: yeah. I, I've been formalizing. I've been like conferring with my mother who's driving down.
0: I did confer with my niece today what pies she was making.
2: How many pies are you going to
0: have? Come on. Uh, I mean, We I'm, have a lot of people. Right. Uh, you, and have I more like people. Variety. you
2: have more people attending than I'm going to have.
0: Oh, yeah. This will probably be like, 20 plus people. Yeah. So I can have a lot of pies. No, I'm having like two, I'm making two pies. I mean, that's enough for your small group. Yeah. Maybe ha- three. I have,
1: right.
2: <laughs> Honest, honestly, Desi, honestly, you, look at you
0: th- encouraging me. Like, I feel and, like you do need three. Okay. Cause so, that's like, you need like at least one piece of each. <laughs> right. And a pie is like six to seven pieces. I mean, I guess if right. you do small, but no, you I you can't, can't do small pieces. You can't pieces. small you can't cut small. You I, can't don't cut do slivers I don't do I not do small pie. pieces of pie. No, a pie I think a pie is like six to seven pieces. Yeah. Right? I need to
2: that. Cause how many people? I'm gonna have like six people.
0: Is but, it only six?
2: Hold on. Okay, I just counted the people that are coming. It's it's five people for dinner. I didn't include myself six people for dinner and possibly two coming for pie afterwards. So that's
0: one piece of pie each. And so so that's one pie technically. Yeah. Also you want leftovers.
2: I do want leftovers. Maybe I'll make a pecan
0: too. I don't, I don't, I feel like there's no harm in that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) you you pecan's easy to make too. It's very easy.
0: Yeah. Um, Also pumpkin and pecan you can make the night before. Like if you don't need to be stressed. You can make those the night before, can't you? Because they have to set. Right. Pumpkin has to set. So yeah. you have to either do it first thing in the morning right. or the night before. Uh, and pecan or pecan, uh, I think you can also do the night before. Yeah. Because those also, those both have to cool and set. So you have to do them before the turkey. You can't put them in after the turkey. No. Like you can with an apple or fruit pie. Right. Uh, That's these, a good point. These need to be made in advance. Well, um, I'm, I'm doing a big shopping
2: thing with my mom on Wednesday and like cooking pre-cooking.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I need to figure out, I have a few pies that people always want me to make. So that's sort of stressful Yeah, because I feel like I don't want to disappoint anyone who is wants it, that pie. Is it
2: that cranberry one you make? The
0: cranberry one I make. Everyone wants that pie. That is
2: an inspired pie. Did you make that up yourself? No,
0: I switched the, um, crust around
2: the crust. Okay. Explain what it is.
0: It's a cranberry curd pie. So it's like key lime because it has lime juice in it, but it's also cranberry. So it's bright pink, pinkish cranberry or cranberry. It's cranberry colored. (laughs) And the crust is a ginger snap. Uh, like, Mm. so you do the butter and sugar, a little sugar and crumble up ginger snap cookies and press it in. And then you can make really pretty decorations. Yeah. Like can like I kind of sugarcoat cranberries and and rosemary yeah. strands. So it looks really pretty too. But it tastes very tart, which is nice at Thanksgiving because everything is kind of umami. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yes. the pumpkin and pecan. So to have this really tart dessert is kind of like refreshing. Yeah. Um, the other thing that people really like that I make is I make a really good um chocolate pecan pie. <laughs> it's a very good. Very, very good recipe. Um, But I want to make a non-pie dessert as well. Really? Yes. So I was like looking at things to do, like possibly like a brioche bread pudding type thing or something. I just want something non-pie. Did you
2: see what Ina Garten posted today?
0: I did not. She
2: posted a roulade recipe uh, for Thanksgiving with a... It was like a pumpkin roulade with the ginger cream filling. Oh, I did
0: see that. It looks good. I did see
2: that. I don't know. Roulade seems difficult to make.
0: They're not. I've made, I've made the Yule one before. Really? For Christmas. It's just hard to roll the jelly roll. That's what I mean. It's scary. It's it's scary. It's it's actually not as hard as it looks, but it is frightening Mm -hmm. and you never want to, it's always just scary. I think, unless maybe if you do it a bunch, it's not scary. Yeah. Um, I like that, but I told you before I'm weird about ginger. Yeah. But I could control it.
2: I mean, you could make some, a different flavor filling. It could be whatever. I think a cream
0: cheese something would be really good with pumpkin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna, I'm hoping something, I see something. I also want a different flavor, uh, in like, kind of like how you're doing a chocolate. Yeah. Like I kind of always wish, want chocolate, but the chocolate pecan I have, I, I don't know. I just want something different that's non-pie. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, but I haven't made my decision. We
2: will post all of our pictures from Thanksgiving yes. on our personal Instagram pages.
0: Yes. Which and you- I'm doing the green bean homemade green bean casserole. Oh, yeah.
2: I've never had that before. It's so good. I've never had any green bean casserole before. Well. But I would love to try yours.
0: This one's very good. Yeah. Because it's like a homemade bechamel with mushrooms <laughs> and green beans. And then I fry shallots. Sounds so good. It's really good. Very good. Yeah, yeah, we'll post pictures. We will. We'll see
2: you all next week. Bye. Bye.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.